Hello, this is Eden on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back to my show, Garden of Eden. It's Garden of Eden, and I'm your host. I talk about what I like most. Garden of Eden. (laughs) I'm here today with Avi Schiffman for the second time which I don't actually think has ever happened with an interviewee. Um, Avi's uh, a senior creator of ncove2019.live, a coronavirus tracking website, and has done a lot of other stuff. And you can consider this kind of a follow-up, I guess. It'll be really interesting. So Avi, thank you so much for taking your time to join me today. Sure, thank you so much for having me. It's fun to talk. Yes, I think a good place to start. And anybody who's listening can go and listen back to our other episode. I'll leave it in the show notes of this one. But what has happened with ncove2019.live since our interview, which was like the very beginning? Yeah, we did an interview in like March or something of last year. So Mm -hmm. since then, it's definitely been pretty crazy. I've had like hundreds of millions of visitors from all around the entire world. And it's become like a pretty big deal. Like, you know, now there's a lot more COVID trackers. But back then when we did our interview, there really weren't that many. Like now you can just search on Google and find the information. But back then, you really couldn't. So it's been pretty cool to have played like a pretty major role in making it easy to find information during the pandemic because, you know, especially in an age of so much misinformation and all this kind of stuff, just being able to find like a easy place to get all the information with no ads, you know, super minimalistic, works on a phone, loads fast, all that kind of stuff, I think is really important. So it's been pretty cool. And because of that, I like one cool things like uh, last year, I won the 2020 webby person of the year which is pretty cool and dr fauci like gave me like a speech and i won like an award and everything like that so it's been pretty cool just how like important i guess my website was and just such a worldwide pandemic that affects like billions of people um and i think it's cool because i made the entire website just from like you know my bedroom like where i am right Mm now um i didn't need to do anything fancy all i did was just use like my laptop um you know, you, I, that's one of the reasons why I like programming and just the internet so much, because you can do such massive, like impactful things um, with just like regular computers and everything. Like I didn't even need a powerful computer to do what I do. You can do like you can code my website on a Chromebook. So you say like you coded this from a, a Chromebook and it's so easy. Like, How did you build the skills to be able to create it? I didn't really ask you about that last time. Um. Yeah, I mean, I have been programming for like over a decade by now but I'm not like really good at it I mean I am in some ways but I'm kind of like a master of none I've done so many different things like I've coded like games I made like video game stuff and I sold that online I made like mobile apps I've made computer programs I've made websites you know all this kind of stuff over the years so I just kind of like fiddled around with things and um everything I know I learned online like the we the webby person of the year award thing I had to come up with a five word like acceptance speech when I got my award and I said you can learn anything online because I think that's really true like all the computer stuff I did I learned how to do just by watching YouTube videos or searching questions online or just being in like discord servers and stuff like I didn't need to pay a bunch of money to take some fancy boot camp or you know take fancy college classes or anything like that you don't need to do any of that you can literally just go on YouTube and be like how do I make websites and you can figure it out um over time and that's really what I did. I, it's just entirely self-taught over the years. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of, it was, it was pretty easy for me to make the website. Like it only took me about a weekend to actually code the original version of the site. Like, yeah, I've spent hundreds of hours like updating it over the 
over the year, but you know, it's, I don't know, pretty simple to do these things, I suppose. Wow. I mean, you really can, you can learn anything on the internet, but it takes the initiative to want to do it and then knowing the right places to look and, and keeping it up. So it's not, I mean, you did have to put the work in to yeah. be able to do all of that. It's not like, like yeah, like I, I had a lot of people commenting and stuff. I remember on like articles and things like, why is this website so popular? Why is this kid getting so many of these articles and everything? Because the website is, you know, relatively simple to code. Any Google engineer should be able to code my website. I, I'd hope they'd be able to. Um, but the only thing I would say back to those people is then why didn't you just do it then? Yeah. Like, you could have just done it. If, if it's so easy for you to do, then why didn't you do it? Because um, like I, I made my website in January of 2020 when like early January, there was nobody really talking about COVID back then. Like the name COVID didn't even exist. That's why the website is called NCOV 2019 because that was kind of the unofficial name. It just means novel coronavirus 2019. Like I, I remember watching it live when they called it COVID uh, and I tried to buy a domain to change it, but like they were all sold out within seconds. So yeah. I think you're, it reminds me of the whole like people saying this is so easy. Anybody could do this. It's I, it reminds me of when you go to like a museum and you see art and you're like, well, I could do this, but it's like, well, you didn't, you mm -hmm. didn't do it. Um, yeah. It's all just about taking the initiative, I guess, and doing it. There's always like something happening in the world. There's always some earthquake, some natural disaster, protests. There's always something happening in the world. There's always something to do. You don't even have to do computer programming. If you just pay attention to the news, there's always something happening and you can contribute in some way. Yeah. Um, so I guess fast forward to the end of this, like, well, not, you can't say the end of the pandemic, but we're coming out kind of on the other end. Everybody's getting vaccinated. Um, looking back on the, the past year, year and a half as a whole, how, how has your life changed because of NCOV2019.live? What has it brought you? Um, it has brought me many, many things. It's definitely changed my life in like a complete 180 because before I made the website, I sure I've been doing all kinds of computer stuff and I did all kinds of things like Right before I made the website, I won this like government hackathon and I won like a ton of money and I was working with the government for like about a year to turn this uh, like software I made into like a real thing and distribute it around the country. And wait, but, um, I, what was the software? It was for a hackathon I went to and the competition was to basically, this was like a one of the challenges in the entire competition and I made something that was able to detect with 100% accuracy if like an image or video or really any file format was edited or not. Um, like tampered oh, with for use in like course cases because if you think about it it's so easy for like a you know an attorney or something like that to just photoshop tattoos or drugs and stuff like that into the background of photos and apparently it's a really big problem that with how easy it is for anyone anyone can just download photoshop and figure out how to you know tweak things um mm -hmm. and apparently that's a big issue in courts because they're not sure if things like are truthful or not um so i made that software and it was pretty fun uh, but anyway, so like I had been doing a bunch of things before, but like nothing really, really that major. Um, and I was a pretty terrible student. I didn't really know what I was going to do. I was just kind of flailing around doing computer stuff. And then I made the website and it became pretty popular, um, like very popular. And I guess because of that, I'm now kind of a person, I guess, in the media, like anything I do that's like important, like there's articles and stuff written about it. Like I remember when I caught COVID, there were articles about it. When I got into college, there was articles about it. When I made other websites, there were things about it. Like if I just tweet something, then like I'll get requests to do interviews from like major news networks all around the world. So 
it's pretty cool because that's one of the most valuable things because if I make some startup or anything like that in the future, all I have to do is just tweet like, here's the link or here's the app, you know, go download it. And now I have tons of users. I've got media articles, all that kind of stuff, which is super hard. Like I have my foot in the door now for all these kinds yeah. of things. And that is super valuable. And I also know, like, I know tons of cool people. Like I know the CEO of Snapchat to Tim Berners-Lee, the guy that made the internet. I just know a bunch of cool people like venture capitalists if I need to get investments in like a startup or something like that. Um, a lot of these things. And then I think one of the biggest like personality changing ones is that it probably gave me the confidence to like work on the things I'm interested in more because before I was, I don't know, I guess I was interested in medicine, but not really. And I was probably just going to go to college and I don't know, maybe try and become a doctor's computer programmer or something like that. But now I'm much more interested in doing like my own things with my computers and stuff like making you know, turning these websites into actual startups that could be worth, you know, millions or billions or trillions. I don't even know, like all this kind of stuff. So working on that project and the other things I did in the past year have definitely given me the confidence to, you know, do more things. That's probably one of the biggest changes, but yeah, it's been a wild year, Eden. (laughs) Crazy. The base that you've built and the confidence that it gives you to know that you, you have the support that you need to really do any, anything you want. Yeah, like I could literally do it. Like I could start making music and people would just start listening to it. And that's one of the biggest bonuses. Just having your foot in the door is such a major thing. Like if I just apply for things or anything like that, people will just know who I am. Like I'm not like super famous or anything like that, but it's just a a major boost because I think it's kind of cool. Like let's say I end up doing something much bigger when I'm older. Um, I'll be able to look back and be like, I did this major thing when I was in high school. Like if you look at all the other big tech people like Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and Elon Musk and everything like that. They didn't really do anything major when they were in high school or like, cause I guess the internet didn't really exist when they were that young, but like Jeff Bezos made Amazon when he was 30. And before that he was doing like other things, but um, I'll be able to look back and see that I made like a major website that like was very impactful to the entire planet just when I was 17. And I think that's kind of cool to be able to look back on that. And I'm glad that it hasn't been kind of like tainted with anything bad. Like, um, you know, there's no ads in it. There's no anything like that. It still works perfectly, all that kind of yeah. stuff. Um, so I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what your answer will be to this, but would, would you say that it comes with any pressure? Like, do you, do you ever feel like there's a lot of pressure on you to put out something that people enjoy? Or you're like, well, I have so much potential if I just make music then people will like it. So why am I not doing that? Like, do you feel like you should be doing more or have any sort of pressure on you like that? I mean, there's definitely always like, there's many different things. One of the biggest is how do I top this? You know, it's pretty hard to make another website that gets, you know, even even like a thousand downloads to an app is pretty impressive. How do I top a website that literally had like billions of users and stuff like that? It's just insane. How do I top that? I have no idea. that's kind of my own pressure to in the future do that. And there's also, I guess, other people pressure, like, you know, I guess now I'm kind of a more public person. So I have to be careful about what I tweet and all that kind of stuff. Like if I, if I like the wrong post, I've literally had people come and DM me, like, why are you liking these posts? Even though I wasn't even thinking, I just liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think one of the weird things too, is I feel like I can't really delete like social media, um, like on Twitter and Instagram and things like I just have so many people following me and all this kind of stuff like it would be kind of weird for me to just delete it and I feel like if I just like stop tweeting for like I don't know a year or two people are just gonna absolutely like like people are just gonna start unfollowing and forget who I am and everything and that's kind of weird yeah but yeah I don't the the biggest pressure is just on myself because I want to continue doing more but 
like I could spend years and years like there are all these kinds of people that spend so long working on things and no one ever like uses it or pays attention people can spend years working on movies or anything like that um it's like really hard even though I do have that boost like I said to you know get in the media and all these things it's still how, how do I top such a major website yeah. I don't know especially at it's you know so young so many like I don't want to have peaked when I'm 17 yeah like, I want to continue doing more but like that's a big thing to overcome that peak because that was like a I don't know yeah yeah that is a, a pretty big thing to, to to start out with but I mean like like we've been talking about that is why you have this base that allows you to do all these other things that have so much potential to be successful simply because of the the people surrounding you yeah definitely um I guess there's so much to ask you about and you mentioned not being able to delete social media and social media is a topic that interests me a lot yeah. And kind of terrifies me sometimes. How would you describe your relationship with social media more in depth? Like, do you think it's positive or negative or what do you think about it? I mean, personally, it definitely negatively affects me probably more than it positively affects me. Ooh. I mean, I'm like pretty addicted to just like TikTok and stuff. And I think one of the biggest things is that because I have my phone with me at all times, I'm never bored. There's like unlimited content that's like perfectly curated for me on TikTok. Like their algorithms are scarily perfect every single video is just like amazing 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 and it just makes your attention spans and everything so low but i think one of the biggest things is just you're not bored anymore i like all around my room there's just infinite things for me to just get i, I can watch movies i can do anything i'm never just sitting there like huh, what do i do now there's always something i can just fiddle around on my phone for hours and hours um and that's that's definitely bad but on the on a bigger scale i think that the, the more positive you can have with your technology sure there's so many negatives too like Hold on, let me rephrase that like Facebook has been a major positive impact on the world like it's allowed people with rare diseases to find other people with rare diseases it's made the you know entire world so much more connected but at the same time it causes you know genocides in Myanmar and all that kind of craziness overall I do think it is positive um you know the entire world is able to talk to each other instantly no matter where you are in the world and that that's pretty awesome and you're able to keep up with friends, like all this kind of, I don't know, overall, I think it is positive, but it definitely does negatively affect me and people. You know, I think the world would be worse without it, in my opinion. Like think about everything I learned, how to, how to do all my programming stuff was really all through YouTube and stuff. And that's pretty much social media. Mm -hmm. um, I was on platforms like Discord, where there's like web developer communities, and I'm able to ask like industry professionals and get answers like instantly on any programming question I could have. That stuff is really useful, but at the same time, you know, it's addicting and people have all kinds of issues with like, you know, confidence and all that kind of stuff when they see like people's perfect lives on Instagram. But so there's definitely two sides of the coin. I think it's only going to get more intrusive in my opinion, like as yeah. things get more and more integrated into our lives. Like I'm very interested in things like augmented reality and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I think we'll literally be connected to computers a lot more we won't need to use an external device like a phone to like search the internet we can literally think like who was the 31st president and our brains will just be somehow connected to the internet with some kind of brain chip and we'll just like you know query the internet and we'll just have like a massive hive mind of human knowledge like i guess this stuff is pretty dystopian kind of going off on a tangent here but um, i want that to be after my time i don't want that to be i will Ugh, yeah terrifies no. me it's going to happen during our time for sure. You know? No, I don't, I don't want it to. I don't want it to. It's terrifying. It's like if you think about when you're in a city, when you're in like a major city, let's say you just plop yourself in Hong Kong and you look around, everything you see is pretty augmented already. 
Um, you don't really see anything completely natural. And it, we're only going to get even more than that when we have, like, I'm sure you've heard of Neuralink and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in all these things and we're just going to continue augmenting everything. Um, like I remember watching the, the latest Apple thing a few months ago when they were releasing like the new IMAX. Um, and they were saying how their goal is to make it like even more invisible every year. They keep making it more thin, you know, smaller bezels. But I think the, the future of that is not needing to use like an external physical like computer screen. You'll literally be able to just see like computer screens with your eyes. Um, I mean, I could talk for hours about that kind of stuff, but anyways, social media, I do overall think is positive. Yeah. But yeah. Wow. I, I feel like I could listen to you talk about it for hours. It's so fascinating. And it, Eden, I would if I could. I, well, it, like hearing you say that you think it's negative for you and you're the one who uses these things to benefit like Discord and online servers where you can talk with industry professionals, like vast majority of people are not doing those things. Mm -hmm. They're interacting with social media, like wasting time on TikTok. Well, okay. I know I'm opinionated, but it's completely time wasting TikTok. time, Eden. Like, what? It's such wasting time. I literally spend so much because I'm not like really in school uh, and I'm not like working or anything like that. I have so much free time and I could be so much more productive. Eden, I could have made like 10,000 computer companies by the time, like I've gotten off my phone in the morning on TikTok. Like it, Oh my! I'm just like extra addicted to it, all that kind of stuff. Cause there's nothing really for me to like do. It's boring. It, it's scary how much more difficult it is to read a book when you're so accustomed to scrolling through YouTube and, and Instagram and it, it opening Snapchats. It's like, right. it's sad. So easy, especially TikTok. I think it's just by far the worst one because oh my God. like on Instagram, after a while you get bored, like you can scroll so far and then there's no like new posts or anything. But on TikTok, like it's all new posts because everything is just perfectly curated. It's like the explore page on Instagram, but as like your main feed. So every single video is just like perfect. Um, and it just lowers your attention span so much. Like I can barely read a book by like the end of the page. I'm just like completely distracted. Um, I don't know. It's, it's pretty terrible. Just computers, like a lot of that stuff in general. I mean, I'm not, it's kind of, I guess, kind of ironic because I spend a lot of my time doing things on computers, but like, it, it's definitely not good for you, but like, that's just kind of the way the world is. I don't really know. I'm, I did an episode from my radio show, deep diving into TikTok and how, how terrifying it is. And I, I've never downloaded it for a prolonged period of time ever. And I never will because it's yeah. like, I, I hearing you talk about it. I'm like, holy heck, that's a drug that I need to stay away from. Even it's worse than drugs. Like I know, like it just is worse. Like people get so addicted to all kinds of things, but TikTok is just too addicting. I don't even know, like, I don't even know what it is about it. It's just, I guess it's like I said, it's kind of like, if every single post was like perfectly curated to you. I don't know what the Chinese algorithms have in them, Eden, but it's like too good. It, it's like it's like one of the reasons why it's so bad to do drugs like heroin and stuff and all of the things is because it's too good. Like they don't really tell you that like dare in elementary school and stuff, but it's so good that like, like for example, if you take Molly or something, it's so good that you'll never have, like feel that good again and you just get uh -huh. so depressed. I don't know what I don't, I don't know what my point was, but it's just no, like, I, I get it. No, I, I get what you're like saying. Too good. It's too good. TikTok. Well, wow. I think if we keep talking about social media, we will get too derailed and never come yeah. back to what we were talking about originally. So let's circle back. So encove2019.live, is that, would you say that that's kind of like its own separate entity. It's kind of a project that you're not really working on any, anymore. And you're, you have your eyes set on new things. Like what's, what's up with that? Um, 
I don't really do much coding on the website these days because it works automatically. Like every once in a while, something has a problem. Like Canada wasn't updating a few days ago, so I had to fix that. But like right now, while we're talking, it's updating. It's automatically changing all the numbers. All the code I wrote is scraping all the government websites, all that kind of stuff. I don't have to do anything and it just is working. Um, and the pandemic is definitely coming to like its final chapter. Like it's definitely not over, especially in countries like India. Like it still has a way to go, mm -hmm. but overall in the entire world, like we've definitely reached the peak. Um, and because we have vaccines and stuff and so many countries are, you know, and I guess not, not that many countries have been able to get the vaccines, but like in the United States, over half the entire country is vaccinated, um, like fully vaxxed. And that's a pretty big deal. So we've definitely like made it over the peak. Um, and my like goal for the website too, uh, like how, how, what am I going to do? Like, I don't want to just make it a white screen. Um, when the pandemic is over because the website is linked in so many places it's like in thousands of articles tons of forum posts facebook links mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff yeah and it would just be kind of silly i think to just make it so that it's just gone um like i think it'd be kind of cool if it was always like still working even when i'm much older and i could be working on like i could be some ceo of some massive tech company like you can still visit the website i made when i was in high school i think that would be pretty cool and so my yeah. goal for the yeah, my, my goal for the site is to make it a free repository of like coronavirus information for anyone that wants to easily access it. So I'll make it available in all kinds of different file formats, like, you know, Excel, PDF, all that kind of stuff. Because um, I've been collecting all this data for like over a year, right? So I know how many cases, you know, there were in this specific country on that specific day. Um, I have all this information um, and making it freely accessible and all kinds of different things and maybe even comparing it to like influenza things and all that kind of stuff, just making all the data free and easy to access, um, I think is my goal for the site. And just to keep it like that, uh, I think that'll be a cool thing so that the website's not just like a white screen. I think that would be kind of a lame ending. Um, yeah. And then the last part of your question, I'm definitely like the next stuff I want to make. That's definitely what I've been focused on for a while. Um, I don't want to just make simple websites anymore. I'd like to work on like tech startups and all that kind of stuff a lot more. Um, because right now I kind of have, I'd say I pretty much have the skills to make almost anything if really, like I could make Airbnb or Facebook or all these kinds of things because deep down, it's really not that complicated. The complicated part is scaling it to like millions and millions of users at the same time. That's complicated. But like right now I could code Airbnb. Like if you think about it, it's really not <laughs> that complicated. The hard part is just thinking about the idea and then actually yeah. taking the initiative to make it. So yeah. I've been working a lot on that. Um, I've thought about so many ideas. I just never end up actually making them, but I'm working on it. Uh, so I, I basically just want to turn, like, instead of just making simple websites, I'd like to turn them into actual companies because I mean, you could make a company worth a billion dollars without needing to like leave your room. I mean, especially over the past year, like there are entire companies that are completely virtual and you don't even need to like meet employees in real life too. Like you could just like, I, I mean, I don't want to do this, but you could hire all your programmers from like online like india and china and stuff there's so many just freelance developers you can make entire companies without needing to leave your room i think that's pretty awesome uh, so i'm definitely focused a lot more on that and the whole reason why i'm interested in that and tech startups like i don't really care that much like i'm very i'm really not that interested in making tech startups because like a lot of people have done that it's like there's all kinds of people that, you know, they make some tech startup, they sell it for $300 million and you never hear from them again and they're absolutely gone. Or maybe they just tweet on Twitter and just whatever. Like, I'm not really interested in that stuff. I'm The main thing I want is to have enough money to be able to do things I'm really interested in. 
And I'd like to make things that have really big impacts. Like I'm very interested in things like the internet. Rather than making an internet company, I'd want to make the internet. Like I've spent a lot of time talking to Tim Berners-Lee, who's the creator of the modern World Wide Web. He's pretty, I even did like a thing for the anniversary of the web. Um, that's a different story. But so like, I'm interested in making things that have such an impact like the internet. That's a lot more interesting to me than just tech startups. Um, but I'm interested in a lot of other things like cybernetics and augmented reality and genetic engineering and space and all this stuff. But you can't just really make a space company from your living room. You have to have a lot of capital and like connections and all that kind of stuff to do that. So that's the reason why I want to make tech startups because I feel it's the easiest way for me to make like literally hundreds of millions of dollars and stuff. I could become a billionaire just like that, just by making tech startups. Like I, there's so many ideas. Every single day I think of a gazillion new ideas. Like I was at my friend's house a few days ago and they have like this dock and they're renting out their dock to like neighbors and stuff. Like, or it was my friend, Shane, he has a jet ski and he parks it at this random kid's dock and he just pays him like 30 bucks every once in a while or something. Um, and I was thinking it'd be kind of cool if you could rent out your dock, kind of like Airbnb. And I looked it up and there, there was no app or any website for that. I guess it's kind of simple, but it'd be so popular in Mercer Island because so many people have docks and don't use them. And so many people want to use docks. Um, like one of the main reasons, like I would totally love to have a jet ski or something, but I have nowhere to store. I don't have like room um, where I live, but if I could just pay someone to park it at their dock that'd be kind of cool I guess I've gone completely on a tangent here but um yeah so after the coronavirus website I, I'm mainly focusing on tech startup and that's what I'd like to do in college um yeah wow so you have your eye on a lot of things first I guess it seems your objective correct me if I'm wrong collect capital make money doing something that you're kind of like eh, this is fine I guess to make money and then set your sights on something a lot bigger. Yeah. And that's and all to be determined. I'd also, I feel like you need to have more like experience and clout and stuff. Like I've never really pitched to an investor, right? Like I've never really done any of that kind of stuff. Um, but once I've like ran and sold and all that kind of stuff, like major companies, then I have, and I have like so many more connections Then I can literally just call like, you know, PhD people and be like, Hey, you want to work on this company? But I can't really do that right now. Like sure. I've made all these websites and stuff, but I feel like I need more like industry clout to really make major <laughs> companies like that. Um, so yeah, like I really, I'm not interested in just doing these tech startup stuff. Like there's so many people, if you just go on like tech startup websites, like TechCrunch, you can just scroll and see all these random people, like, you know, 20 year olds just raising like million dollar rounds for new tech companies. And then you never hear of them again. So that's <laughs> cool. But I'm much more interested in doing things like, like making Bitcoin or making the internet or like, massive things like that like i'm only interested in making companies because i feel like that's the easiest way to make something really popular like um like if you think about i don't know i guess let's say tesla right like their goal is to make it so that electric cars are for the world and i don't know like it's just better for the environment all that kind of stuff um to do that you can't just like hold up a sign saying you know buy electric cars one of the best ways to do that is to literally make like one of the biggest car companies by selling electric cars then you literally change the entire industry because all the other car companies like oh crap, we've got to make electric cars too. And now you see all the companies like Ford and Volkswagen or whatever, they're all making electric cars now. And so the main way to do that, I think is to start a company because that's how you just are able to grow massive things. So I'm not, I'm not like interested in the company for making money or anything like that. I just feel like it's the best way to like have a really big impact. Wow, we, we got really, really broad there, really, really big. And we're kind of doing this in reverse order. So I guess I kind of want to, Reel it back into where we're at right now, which is you've recently graduated high school. 
Yeah. And you are 17 or are you 18? I'm 18 now. You're 18 now. Throughout just your high school experience, going getting more wholesome and less like tech oriented. Well, I guess it, it would all involve tech for you just because that's kind of such a giant part of your life. But yeah. what if what what have you learned throughout high school? Um talking more about your character and the relationships with the people around you and how have you changed as a person throughout high school um uh, I guess I've changed a lot I think in high school I mean I think I've always been kind of weird I have to say like I've always just been <laughs> doing my own kind of computer stuff like I've never really been normal Eden and I'm sure you remember that like I haven't really ever joined clubs or been a part of sports teams or like all of my extracurriculars that I put in my common app were all like random tech stuff I did like as a hobby on the side like there were nothing normal I did um but but in the end it ended up being more successful and if I tried so hard to take all the AP classes and all these kinds of things and like fought my friends to be like club president mm -hmm. so in the end I think I've learned that if you focus on your passions I really do think that it ends up better um and I think I don't know just having like focus on what you genuinely do care about I think you'll end up with more of a success and if you like aren't really caring about the stuff you're doing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think, I guess I've learned that throughout high school. Cause like I focused on my own weird stuff. Like I've just been in my room, like coding weird things over the years, like spent tons of time, like in middle school, I worked on video games and all this kind of ridiculous stuff. But in the end, it all led up to what I did. Like if I hadn't made those video games in middle school, I wouldn't have made the coronavirus website or all the other stuff I did. It all, it's all stepping stones. Um, and like, I don't know. I think I'm going to really miss though high school in general and all the friends and everything I made and all the teachers and stuff because mm -hmm. I don't know I think I overall did have a good time even though I did absolutely not do it traditionally um yeah yeah I don't know so so I mean in I remember in our last interview you didn't seem to have an affinity for like the very traditional academic setting and that's kind of what you were starting to talk about earlier you are like this genius in this coding realm in the academic environment is it that you were uninterested or did the skills that you have for coding in other areas of tech just not apply or were you just like I don't want to do that work so I'm not going to um I'd say the biggest thing was probably that I didn't really have a good work ethic I would say I never really had it drilled into me when I was like a kid um to like do my homework at a certain amount of time. I think it's mainly because my parents were not really like home when I got home. Like my mom and everything, they're all like working and stuff. So when I came home, I just kind of did whatever. You know, I spent tons of time on video games and I never really had that much pressure to like have good grades like and anything like that. Like I know a lot of people just have that like drilled into them, just like do their homework and all this kind of stuff. But I never really had that. So I never had like a good work ethic. And all I did was just like do the most ridiculous things. Like instead of doing my final, I would like, I don't know, learn how to code a new program language or something ridiculous like that. I was just not really focused on school, I would say. Um, I mean, if I tried, I probably could definitely do it. I just kind of like did what I had to like barely pass and then mm -hmm. went home and just kind of, I don't know, made companies and stuff like that. I didn't really make any real companies, but yeah, like, I, just spent, I, I have so many like unfinished projects. It's a miracle I even finished the coronavirus website, <laughs> but like I have just hundreds of just like folders of just ideas and stuff like that. I would just, I don't know, like on the back of my math test, I would just write things. I like, 
there were so many ridiculous things I was doing in high school. I had like a C minus in physics, yet at the exact same time, I made like this whole thing for like this science challenge online where you have to make like a three minute video explaining like a complex like scientific thing. It's called like the junior breakthrough challenge is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the same time, I'm like barely passing my physics class. I'm literally making a video on like complex physics <laughs> and everything. It was so ridiculous. So I think I just never really had a good work ethic to try hard in school. And that was one of the yeah. biggest problems. I'm trying to get better at that because I want to go to college and I don't want to just fail. Um, but yeah, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I just... so, so I was going to ask, cause this is interesting. The way that you're setting yourself up is you are going from like, you basically found a way in high school to leverage your interests in these crazy ways and, and create this thing that turned out super successful and was arguably the reason that you were able to get into Harvard University, like the best <laughs> college in the entire world. Yes. How are you preparing yourself to enter this cutthroat academic environment that I don't know if it, I don't really know how it works, but um, like, is that intimidating to you? Well, academically, it is incredibly intimidating, especially because of the kids that are going to Harvard are absolutely insane. Like there was this one person, I was just bored. So I was like on the Zoom call of all these other Harvard, like class of 2025 kids. And I was just Googling some of their names. And they're like literally insane. Like there was this one girl, she actually goes to Bellevue High School. She's a world chess champion, female <laughs> chess champion. And she has, she, she took 20 AP classes and got a five in every single one of them. Like that's just <laughs> insane, right? Like there's all these people that are academically super insane. I'm like not really at their level of course, like I didn't really take, I took like one AP class. Like I didn't really do any of this nonsense, <laughs> not nonsense, but like, I didn't really, you know, it's funny too. Harvard doesn't take AP credit. So all of those classes she took are worthless. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I find that kind of ridiculous. Like she could have gone to funny. UW, she said, because she got in um, and had two years worth of classes taken care of, which is pretty crazy. Um, but anyways, so there's a couple things I guess I'm going to try and do. I mean, one, I'm trying to have like a better work ethic. Um, like actually do homework and stuff it's just kind of hard because I never really did that like all throughout high school and middle school and elementary school like I've never had good grades um, but one of the things I'm going to do is I'm not gonna I'm not going to major in something like mechanical engineering or any probably not any STEM related stuff I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to major in something in the humanities um, I'm very interested in things like I don't know history and philosophy those are things I like a lot and I feel like for me they'll be easier to do than other things but I like I still do want to take classes like calculus and stuff um like I don't really know I guess I really just gotta like, work harder but at the same time I still want to focus a lot more on what got me to Harvard in the first place and one of the reasons yeah. why I want to do humanities is because I'll have more free time to just you know work on websites and stuff in the in the meantime like I'll have just I just want more free time to be able to just be bored and like work on apps and websites and all these kinds of things because I can make like a hundred apps and I only need one of them to be successful. Like, you know how many websites and apps and all this kind of ridiculous stuff I've made over the years? I have so many projects I barely finished. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if I, I just want to have free time to, to work on the things that got me to Harvard in the first place. But at the same time, I don't want to like fail my classes. Like I do want, I generally do want to learn like, you know, classes yeah. in philosophy and literally anything really. Like, I think all this stuff is pretty interesting. And I think that the professors are going to be able to teach it in a good way too. Like, it won't just be, like, taking philosophy at, like, YouTube or something. Like, they'll, like, be really passionate about their things and make me really passionate about it. Because there's so many, I have no idea. Like, I say I want to do all these tech startup and everything. But, like, I really don't have any idea. I'm completely undeclared for my major. 
Yeah. Um, like I don't get admitted to a major or anything like that. So for all I know, Eden, I'll end up becoming like a lawyer or a doctor. I have no idea, no <laughs> idea at all. I just want to take a bunch of classes. Like one of the, one of the things I was going to do that a, a senior told me is a good idea. If you don't know what you want to do is to just find a bunch of classes you want to take and take all those classes and then end up with the major that's like the closest that you can get with all the yeah. interesting classes you wanted to take. Um, I have no like set path. Like I could take computer science courses if I want to, but I don't really want to major. I don't absolutely not at all want to major in like computer science. I'm just not interested in that. Um, that's so, it's so funny that you say that because that's like what your entire <laughs> high school career has been built on. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Computer science is more like logic and math stuff than the kind of more boring stuff. Like you could take like a guy that graduated from Harvard with like a computer science degree and they may still not know how to make my coronavirus website because it's just like a different kind of stuff it's just like I'm more interested in web development and all this kind of stuff I don't really teach that that much in college but I don't know we'll huh. see I have no idea Eden like absolutely no idea what I'm gonna <laughs> study or anything like I don't know I'm just kind of I didn't expect to get into college especially not Harvard so like I have no idea so imagining a world where you didn't get into a single college and you didn't, you, you were saying, I'm not going to go to college. What would you say the difference is between that life and the life of going to Harvard? Do you think that there is a massive advantage to going to Harvard that you wouldn't have otherwise and, and that it will genuinely benefit you? Uh, well, so my plan that I had, like, I kind of had just accepted that I wasn't going to get into college because I got rejected from so many colleges. Um, like I have a lot of, uh, like offers to work at like computer companies, like startups and all this kind of stuff. So what I would do is I would just like go work at a startup right now. Like I was, I was literally waiting until I had all my college decisions to respond to a lot of the job offers I have. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just going to do that. Uh, and then like, I don't want to work at Google or Microsoft or anything like that. I would just do that so that like I'm doing something. Um, like I can't just live in my parents' house. I got to like move out and like go do stuff. But <laughs> I think one of the biggest benefits to being able to go to college is that I'm kind of like delaying having to start life, if you know what I mean. Like yeah. I can just be in college and I can be working on computer stuff and like taking classes and whatever. Um, yeah. Like I don't have to be, you know, paying rent and like worrying about water bills and I don't know, boring stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah. And then overall, I do think that I think a lot of tech people, especially they like to rat on college being worthless, but while I haven't gone to college yet, I still do think it's very important. Like I do want to make friends and learn things I'm interested in. Like there's so much to college that really changes you as a person. And without that, I feel like I, I would just be missing out on so much. Yeah. Like, even, even like, uh, I don't, you could be like Jeff Bezos and be worth like hundreds of billions of dollars and have wished you still went to college and had fun, you know, and I don't know, it's fun to just go to your dorm and I could just meet yeah. so many interesting people. Like for, I don't know, for all I know, there could be some kid like I'm talking to that has like a grand idea and we work on it together and it literally changes like I don't know the course of humanity for all I know like there's just so many cool things um to do at college and I definitely wouldn't want to like pass that and that's not really specific to Harvard I mean that's literally any university you go to just being to go like being able to go to college I think is a pretty cool thing in general like uh, there's so many people that want to get into really good schools and I get that but just being able to go to college in the first place I think is such a cool thing because in the past you could only go to college if you were like a noble or like super, super rich. But now like pretty much anyone can really go to college. Um, I think that's pretty cool. I just want to like, I, I just want to learn things, even though I'm not like good and then focus in my high school classes. Like I still get like 
like taking the math classes, I get I'm never going to use the quadratic formula in real life, but I think just learning how to use formulas like that and all that kind of stuff helps you think more abstractly and all these kinds of things. And I think that like, while it may not be that helpful, the random like history classes I can take, I think like learning about how the world was created will help me understand like how the world works now, all these kinds of things. I think college is worth it no matter where you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I think that everything you said is completely fair. The social aspect, I mean, you have the rest of your life to to do all of these tech things yeah, right. and start all these projects. You already done so much for now. I feel like you deserve time to not jump into life. Yeah. You know I what wanna, I mean? Do you want to like immediately start life right now? Like, I, I don't know. No one's, no, I'm not no. even ready for college. No one's ready for college. Yeah. Let alone like really living, like having like a real job and everything. That's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't really want to do that yet. There's so much to do in college. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of crazy that we're both, I'm 17 and you're 18. Like we're very, yeah. we're very little. Like, I mean, we're not right. little, but Loki, we're very young. <laughs> I know we, we really are eating. Like we're not. I don't know. It's still kind of weird. Like at the same time though, like I just voted in the election and stuff like, yeah, it, it is, it is kind of weird how fast you've grown up. I don't know. It, it does make me kind of sad too. How like, I don't know, like we're not gonna, like, I don't know. I think high school and stuff is so much fun. Like, I think it's sad that when you get older, you forget about all the memories and all the cool people you met and everything like that, like from college and high school and elementary school, even I don't know and stuff. But I think that overall, like you never really forget it because all like the people you hang out with now make you who you are now and who you yeah. are now makes you who you are in the future. Um, so like the random friend I had in elementary school still made me who I am overall. And for that way, like I'll never really like forget, even if I may not remember the memory, it still made me who I am. Um, and overall, I think that's pretty cool. Like all the random fun I had in high school and the friends I hang out with and like all that kind of stuff makes me who I am right now and who I am right now is what's going to make me who I am in the future and I don't know I think that's kind of cool like you never really lose that kind of stuff no matter like where you go like I don't know the stuff you're doing right now like will always affect you and I think that's pretty cool I think that that's very cool and it's even if you're leaving it behind you're not really leaving it all behind yeah like you're not it's just like it's it still always sticks with you I think it's pretty cool that's just my way to cope at not being in school anymore and all that kind of stuff because yeah. I don't want to grow up either like I'd pay I'd give all of the stuff I've done away just to go back to like running around like an innocent little fifth grader <laughs> so much fun wouldn't that be so much fun just running around in recess and stuff but I, I don't know at the same oh, time it, it is fun to grow up and, and do cool things like I have a lot of things I want to do whoa um, the idea of you saying it being in fifth grade yeah. running in a, around at recess how do you pinpoint such a specific feeling and know. we will never get to experience that ever again. I, that's why I think it's that's why I think it's worth it to go to college because like I could one day be worth hundreds of billions of dollars and there's not a single amount of I could pay all of that money and I could never go back to being a you know an ambitious teenager about to go to college and all that kind of yeah. stuff and taking classes I'm interested in. Um, like there's no amount of money Mark Zuckerberg or Bill Gates can pay to relive their last years of college um, and all the fun things that they could end up having. You are so right. But, well, I think that we are coming to a pretty good stopping point with this interview, but this has been so very interesting, as I knew it would be. Um, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts or anything you'd like to expand on before we end off? I just think, I think that a lot of people in high school, whoops, get so caught up in a lot of different things, but 
I think if you really focus on what you're really interested in, then you can contribute to the world in a meaningful way. Like, I don't like, no matter what you're interested in, it's all very interesting to me. Like, I don't like, I like talking to random people and letting, like, as long as they're passionate about something, it's super interesting to me. Like I was at this yeah. party a while ago and this guy was just talking about like gas engines in his car. And I don't know, I don't care at all about gas engines and cars or anything like that, but it was just cool to listen to him talk. Um, like, I think people that are really passionate about stuff are really interesting. So even if it's something completely like, I guess what society deems useless, I think it's still worth it to just like go completely all in. Like you really like, I don't not there's so many people don't end up actually doing things. Like all you got to do is just take the initiative and make it like, yeah, just like so many people end up becoming so famous and rich and everything like that, just off a random chance. Like maybe you made some song and you just posted it on TikTok and you wake up and it's got hundreds of millions of views or something crazy. And now you're like, I don't know, like just, just, I guess like the Nike thing, like just do it. Like, I don't know, just make a website and post it online. Like I didn't really ever have any second thoughts about all the random stuff I did. Like I just made, like I just made video games and I posted them online and then I ended up going to like developer things. Like I've met, I've met people in the most random ways that have helped me in the most like different things. Like I, I met these people, like this one person made a post on like this Reddit post about people trying to work together on like a tech startup or something. Um, and I remember joining that. And then one of the friends I had there um, told me about her college counselor. And then she ended up being my college counselor. And it was like amazing. Um, and that's all because of like some random post I clicked. Like you can never, you can't like connect. Like this was um, from a Steve Jobs, uh, like commencement speech he gave at Stanford that like you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only collect, connect them like looking backwards. Like there's so many things I did that ended up with me making the coronavirus website all the things I did, they were all stepping stones. Like none of them were meaningless. Even if I made a entire website and I never posted it or I got no users or anything like that, it was all still like different things I learned and different, you know, ways of programming, all these kinds of things that made it so I could make the coronavirus website in the first place. Like yeah. there's this, there's this, the, the, my favorite quote, which is on a poster um, for the end of like the think different campaign from Apple is the people who are crazy enough to think that they can change the world are the ones who do. Like you just got to think that you can do it in the first place and you can even do it. I don't even know what I'm talking about, Eden, but you know, I feel like people just don't end up doing things that they really want to do, even though there's not really much they can lose by doing it. Like, what are you going to lose by, I don't know, doing random things that you're interested in? I think you're very on to something and I see what you're getting at. Avi, <laughs> I think you got to start like you, you got to start your own podcast because man, oh man, I could talk to you forever and never run out of questions and you would never run out of things to say in response to them. Yeah. But Avi, thank you so much for joining me today. For sure, it was fun. Thank you for the opportunity. It's always fun to talk. Yes, it was It was such a pleasure having you. And this has been Eden joined with Avi Schiffman on my show, Garden of Eden, which you can listen to every Saturday at 10 a.m. on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. I hope you have a great rest of your day.